0: Hey students, welcome to episode 58 of the Film Student Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Lazaroni. My guest this week is Will Lupica from the Violet Cohort. We talk about when he did social media for an organic farm, we nerd out on some gear, and we do an unpaid ad for Upwork. On with the show. So I
1: graduated from Middlebury College with a degree in film, Um, and then... I really had no interest in doing like the regular grad school kind of film film school thing, mm-hmm. um, and I was working for a few months, working doing like
0: commercial work, like photography and video. Um, like commercial, like in, in television commercials or no. commercial is in corporate. Like yeah, so the like working yeah, so
1: working freelance doing like photography and video for like Instagram and the website of oh, okay. a couple companies. So some social media stuff. Yeah, social media and um, yeah for like very small. It wasn't like a. P- it was just people who I connected with. Gotcha. Um, so doing that kind of stuff for uh, a few months, and that was more just to use use my skills that I had learned to make money so i didn't have to get like a normal what's that like yeah i don't know <laughs> it it was just a coincidence i was <laughs> like expecting to go home which i ended up doing because i kind of hated where i was but where's it uh providence rhode island oh okay yeah um did you know uh brady at all yes you did okay we met at that same mixer at the sedgwick oh stuff. cool the, okay yeah um so we talked, because she lived in Providence for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we talked about that. That's cool. It's a great city. A lot of people here uh, in the Midwest don't know about it. it don't even like know Rhode Island. It is. a quirky art city. It is. And I mean, if, if,
0: if variety is any indication of what yes, like out there. <laughs> yep. Yeah,
1: it's very, I mean, it's like the big three. It's like a college town, and the big three colleges are RISD, um, yeah. Which is like one of the best art schools in the country, like visual S- arts.
0: Is. Seth MacFarlane went, I yep. think. Yeah. Seth MacFarlane went there,
1: yeah. and and Cohog um, is a fictional
0: right city based on based on, based on Providence, sort of Providence
1: area because yeah. um, Cohogs are like a big thing, yeah. in, in Rhode Island. Um, but it's like RISD, which is super artsy, Brown, which is super like liberal liberal arts Ivy League, yeah. Ivy League. Yeah. Yeah. They don't really. You can pick your own major, but mm-hmm. it's like still a super well-regarded school. And then,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of shade tossed in there. Well, a little <laughs> it's bit. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like it's complete bullshit how you choose your major, but yeah, a little bit. They're still Ivy League, but right. they're like, still Ivy
1: League. They they get the credit. <laughs> um And then, Johnson and Wales, which is one of the best culinary schools in the country. So okay. it's just like a hotbed of art, raging intellectuals, and. um like really good restaurants because a lot of people stay and do arts and restaurant stuff so that's cool yeah it is it's a really cool place underrated people don't really know rhode island they think Mm -hmm. it's like long island in new york or they think it's not a state just like (laughs) an island um that's a big thing which a lot of people on the east coast know about it because it's east coast and i haven't really lived for an extended period of time everything's so close out there yeah like
0: that's that's the thing when i was in dc like it's five hours by train to get to new york yeah and everything along the way is just as easily accessible yeah
1: and that feels like far like for me it was like (laughs) if i had to drive because rhode island if you go like fr- across the state one way is an hour and a half driving yeah. across the state. the other way is two hours driving yeah so more than like 15 minutes like that's a hike like that's a <laughs> that's at least a, You're day in a trip. different part of the state <laughs> exactly um so yeah that's uh that's rhode island yeah it's a it's a great place
0: so uh, went so left left home, went to Middlebury, which where's that at?
1: Uh Vermont. Vermont. Okay. Again so East Coast. Four and a half hours away, which yeah. for me was like a trek. But <laughs> for most people it's like that's a day trip, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um but that's how it goes. Nice. When you're from New England. And d-
0: when when you were doing the commercial stuff, where mm-hmm. where were you living?
1: Uh Southampton, New York, which is like the Hamptons, okay. like fancy, fancy oh, wow. pants so. town. Um we were barely for, making a living. Is yeah, what you're exactly. I like, <laughs> I made enough money to survive, and then also buy camera gear, which is what I use okay. my money for, um, and to live. Yeah. Um. So I was working for like an oyster company, um, doing their photography and video, mm-hmm. which was cool, um, and then also a little bit for like a, a farm out there like an okay. organic f- or i don't know if they were organic but like, like shooting
0: social media stuff for them yeah or? so oh, that's well
1: cool. yeah we don't need to get into it they they <laughs> still haven't
0: oh they haven't paid you or something they for paid
1: me for some of the work and then i kept asking like hey do you want this video like what kind of video do you want and they just like no contact so i bet they paid me for the footage i got and yeah. the, the photos i got for delivering no product, which is like, it's fine with me. I got 400 bucks to shoot for a couple of days yeah. and then, you know, they don't have, they have nothing from what I shot. So that's on them. Whatever. At, the, at this point, I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, and maybe they'll come crawling back. And so all.
0: are you working now while you're in classes here or?
1: Yeah. So I'm working not, I want to start doing more photography and video stuff because yeah. that's A, more lucrative and B, more interesting and developed skills that i want to work on yeah. but right now i'm a math tutor um okay. which is decent money and yeah. it's i like math a lot too um and i enjoy teaching yeah um that's
0: just fun if you ever? this is not an advertisement but it's <laughs> gonna sound like one Have you ever tried to upwork no uh it's a like a freelance site kind of like fiverr but there's a lot more stuff on there that's like bigger higher end it actually started in chicago so there's oh. actually a lot of stuff in chicago that's good um, to know. i've gotten a couple of video projects off there
1: i'm gonna write that down um,
0: yeah and it's free to sign up they they take just a cut of what you make off of it but then they take care of all your tax documents and all that stuff for you too so that's so great uh and they protect you against non-paying clients and, and that sort of thing so Does upwork you said upwork yep worth not looking into. sponsored but not, <laughs> not sponsoring sponsor the, the podcast, podcast. <laughs> nope unfortunately not i wish they were i yeah. would be okay with that yeah uh, but because uh, I've referred a bunch of people to it because I, yeah, I found some decent work and got paid for it. Actually, there was a project just recently I handed off to a past guest on the show, Dom Dell because mm. uh, I just with the new job I took, I didn't have the time to finish the project. Yeah. And so I handed off and that's going really well. So very cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, Upwork, if you're listening. Upwork. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead if you want to freelance. Find stuff on Upwork. Great. Should have like a theme music song <laughs> like right here, something <laughs> playing underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so uh, so you you own all your gear. You did the same thing I did, where you showed up with just with a, a bunch of equipment and kind of ready to go.
1: Yeah. So I have, I have a decent. I don't have like lighting much. Mm-hmm. Um, because for the two places I worked it was more like run and gun. So I have a Sony A seven three, which has been great. Yeah. So far it's been yeah, that's that was my big like splurge was yeah. on that. Um and then I also got the the Tamron uh is it 28 to 28 to 75? Okay. Um which there was a bug but I got it after they fixed the bug so it's been oh, okay it's like super cheap and it's like how do you
0: get a bug in a lens? That's like i don't know it's a, it's a, what's computerized wrong in a lens that I know. feels like so simple i yeah granted i just, couldn't build one if yeah. you gave me the parts <laughs> i could not construct it myself i will fully admit that yeah. but from the standpoint of like the thing that's going to have a technical issue I it also seems the like to be the one
1: yeah and if they have like their only thing is just like d- telling it to do stuff And yeah. you think since they've been doing that for however like since they've been they a would company be to figure that shit out you think they'd be like oh <laughs> let's do the same thing that we did with the last one and then just put it we figured it out before let's re-engineer lather, it a different rinse, way repeat <laughs> exactly lather <laughs> rinse
0: repeat <laughs> and they
1: yeah they don't get it but
0: so anyway so you're working with those. With cool
1: um and then yeah and then just a little like the road micro mm-hmm. um yeah, and that's been working great. Nice. And then like the cheapest variable ND filter I could find. Yeah. And, yeah, that's sort of my I setup. Mean, it's <laughs> it's
0: funny how much you can do with very little now. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I was actually before this was talking to a couple of the people in yellow, mm-hmm. uh, and we were talking about their um, nonfiction uh, pieces, and mm-hmm. I didn't mention this to them, but the one I shot, I shot it on my phone yeah uh just because i wanted to see what what i could do with it and it turned out great like yeah. it's 4k video it looks perfectly fine like it was higher resolution than what my camera could have done at the time. yeah so it's, it's higher resolution than what my current camera can even do because i'm running <laughs> a c100 but, yeah uh but it was yeah it worked great mm-hmm. um so you can do a lot with with very little what was your yeah. did you, you did your nonfiction projects already right yeah what did um, you end up doing for that
1: so i ended up doing like a a chef's table um parody okay so like i saw one of my friends in my cohort uh damon he not to call him out or anything um he doesn't necessarily know how to cook he's still young which is you know that's sort takes. of hot takes yeah. right here <laughs> well he, he'll be the first to admit it so basically i filmed him doing a little grocery shopping and then um making you know uh pb and j cereal and um, I actually—that's th- what I have to do after we record this—is go finish go editing uh, finish that because it's due tomorrow. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, so did that take the title sequence from Chef's Table, replace yeah. a few of the clips with clips of Damon, um, <laughs> and, and just play it
0: off as a as a, as a uh, another episode, exactly, of it, but slightly retweaked for yeah.
1: So it was fun. That was fun because I because it was fun to try to figure out how to shoot like they do on chef's table yeah. which is basically like as wide open as you can aperture wise for super your super shallow depth of field super shallow
0: depth of field especially if you don't have light kits that's got to be yeah tough to make happen
1: yeah so it was it was a struggle and his kitchen's like small and and dim so it yeah. was kind of hard but then i did i did rent or take out one light from here mm-hmm. and so there are a few shots that are just like super like con like the shadows are huge because that's what they do on the show so yeah. that was really fun to try to recreate some of the shots because never done that before like try to recreate somebody else's shooting style especially trying to because it's not enough to like make it look sort of like it because right. it has to blend seamlessly if you're with cutting literally into, intercutting intercut. with the footage yeah, exactly i, so that I, I
0: always uh there was um uh alex buono who was uh the main producer behind A lot of the saturday night live digital um pieces that weren't lonely island Mm -hmm. it's basically like um anything that was like a movie spoof uh thing that they went and shot on location uh uh jesus unchained that one Mm -hmm. like like all those that was uh those were his his work and a lot of that was taking the movie that they were trying to copy or the directors whose style they were trying to lift Mm -hmm. and reverse engineering everything they were doing and the crazy thing is the timeline he was on, mm. uh, just to be able to turn that over in a week. Yeah, like they they never had that much time to put it together. Like sometimes they would get a week and a half, but more often than not, it was it was one week. Yeah, uh, to to completely reverse engineer and produce, you know, uh, a believable spoof or clone of of those uh, yeah. movies, and it's insanely like interesting. And he kept a blog. If you could go look up Alex Bono, you can find his blog and see. Like breakdowns of how he did every single one of them wow uh and so so there's uh there's jesus Unchained. there's uh the coterie of something something it's a, a wes anderson spoof mm-hmm. there but it's done as like a horror film wow. and uh yeah there's there's like a half dozen of them but they're they're amazing mm-hmm. um and so he's a great one if you wanted to kind of get into that reverse engineering and seeing how how somebody puts that that stuff together yeah um there's a ton of pieces to it because it's everything from color palette lighting lenses lens choice uh uh camera choice Mm -hmm. you know location scouting it just Mm. everything all and all the shots and like yeah yeah where where you're how you frame things how you set up your shots yeah. especially for the wes anderson one that one was just nuts
1: because those are those are so meticulous yeah
0: and yeah and just to be able to clone something that somebody planned for months before they shot yeah. and you're trying to do it in one week. Yeah. Ugh, <laughs> Crazy. Um uh, but yeah, so who, who is your uh who's what's your style? Where are you trying to go stylistic with with the stuff that you're creating? Um good question. Well, I've had like
1: a couple ideas for like Christopher Guest style okay. like mockumentaries. Just I think it's a fun format and given, you know, the restrictions on time and locations and all that, they're fairly like real life looking or you know, documentary style, which are generally I find a little easier to film. Yeah. Just because it's it doesn't have to look as good or look as meticulous, which I feel like is one of my weaknesses, is like I feel like I really need a good like set designer or set okay you know, production designer.
0: Have you tried to to find one here? Not yet,
1: because we haven't really done much shooting yet, besides that one. Ping?
0: Well, I mean, it's it's. I don't think it's a bad idea to start like even just having like exploratory meetings with people, yeah, and just try and see who you might want to work with because mm-hmm. then when when you do come up with the idea then you're not like scrambling to find someone you kind of have your short list already lined yeah, up totally. uh, there's a handful of people that have gone through the program already that are around like mm. i know murphy dillo from magenta okay. she does set deck and does an excellent job um i know there's a couple of people in red and orange that, that have done set design mm. um and they're they're all still very interested in doing it so yeah sure you can find some people yeah uh and if that's the difference between like something looking super f- professional and looking real sophomoric like yeah give it a shot See yeah. what you come up out with, come out with i think that's a good idea um so had you written much of your own stuff before coming through here
1: uh sort of i wasn't i would say writing's a thing that i feel like i want to get bet- better at yeah um because i feel like I'm a little bit ahead in the technical mm-hmm. field just because I've done it for 4 years. Right. Um so that's less so um like where I want to spend all my resources like writing the the thing that I I feel like I have good concepts mm-hmm. and good ideas and they work in my head and I just need to translate them to paper. Yeah. Cuz I've done a lot of like yeah, I've done a lot of story and having other people like write with me. Right, who do a lot of that. That was my same writing. experience. I, I, I had a,
0: like a room of writers that I worked with, and so I was there with them. But like when it came to actually coming up with the jokes and the, the line by line, like I stepped away and let them run with it. Yeah, and so I was very much just kind of like helping control story to make sure it did, that they didn't like have our characters out in space or something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like had something we could actually shoot in the end of it. But, yeah. um But yeah, and then I got here and I was like, I just need to learn to. Yeah, actually right yeah and i think it was surprising I found i actually was not terrible at it yeah it's not great there's definitely funnier people in (laughs) my class but you know i it turned out well enough yeah but yeah uh. so
1: that's what yeah so i've written some stuff and i've made a bunch of shorts yeah like because we had to through school yeah um and yeah i'm i like some of them i think (laughs) (laughs) i also think some of them like i like the story and the and whatnot, but they definitely were earlier in my career when I wasn't as good at the technical stuff. So yeah. I wish I wish they were a little better quality, yeah. but there are a couple that I like still, which is good. Are you <laughs> swinging for the
0: fences on some of the stuff you're making here?
1: Um, not yet. Yeah. But I feel like I have some ideas that I might want to swing for the fences with. Yeah. Later. Like especially.
0: Is it, uh, is it technical or just uh like the the amount of characters, amount of of locations?
1: Probably more so the latter. Yeah. Uh, technically, I feel like I can make something pretty good. It's more about, like, can I... And there are other people in my cohort who were like, swapping, you know, uh, work for each other. So, yeah. like, I will help them out. And, like, I've started to, to run a couple, like, workshop kind of things with oh, nice. people in my cohort. And then they, in return, will like help me write or help me like on set or nice. help me just like organize and get people together. Cause yeah. that's sort of, cause that's the stuff like writing is something I don't think I'm great at yet, but I want to get better at. And right. then there's like the organization thing, which is like, I don't care about getting better at that. So like if, <laughs> if I could have other people do that for me and I can help them in some other way, yeah, then that's sort of, that's sort of what I want to do with that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's a lot about like, yeah, shoot, like, being on set is, like, the thought of, uh, like, having a schedule and, like, sticking with it is mm-hmm. just, like, that's n- not my forte. <laughs> <laughs>
0: have you been on many uh, sets yet?
1: Um, n- None. No professional sh- sets. Um yeah. The sets of my own things, yeah. Um, but
0: uh, for other classmates or anything like that, have you done?
1: Yeah, that? I ran camera, like, I was a cinematographer and camera op for one of my friends... And then I think next, for these next projects, I'm going to be on a couple more. Nice. Because people saw it and were like, oh, that's not bad.
0: Have you worked with Yellow at all? With any of their no, people?
1: Not with Yellow yet. But I, I would. I there's it. an
0: interesting wall because the two Yellows I was just talking about, they were, mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, we don't know any of the Violets. Like, it seems like because of how they've got your classes structured this term, that you're not on the same days all the time. I think you get like one day a week that yeah. you're both in. in we the just building.
1: have Fridays together. Yeah. So that, because we're Monday, Thursday, Friday, there, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday.
0: Yeah. And, and it, it, I I feel like you're sort of missing out on that because you don't yeah. have that cross pollination. I think so. Of like working on stuff at the same time because mm-hmm. they're going to need people, especially next term. Yeah. I mean, they're doing their final films and they're going to need as many bodies as they can get. Yeah. Because uh, they'll try and do like full at least a few of them will try and do like full out sets. Yeah. And get, and raise a budget and. Which is crazy, but
1: also <laughs> like necessary. Yeah. You
0: b- and you're going to be doing the same thing. Yeah. The difference is when you guys do it, you'll be doing it with brand new students coming in yeah uh because there's no class in between i don't think because i think the plan is to skip the summer term this year oh really yeah which is what they did after us so there wasn't there wasn't a class immediately after us yellow was was two terms later because i thought they did that to get the schedule right and now
1: they're gonna start doing it every sem- every semester like i thought they were gonna admit students in
0: oh maybe I thought that's
1: what Julie said, but I could be wrong. Also. Maybe they
0: found enough to to get it straight. Yeah. The, originally, they were having, I think, trouble finding, not finding enough bodies. They mm-hmm. definitely always have enough applicants to, to fill out classes, but enough that they were like confident in bringing in and, and having yeah. to be part of the program, which I, th- I still I think is cool. I appreciate that they are they're more apt to take a term off than they are to just book people in here that, you know, have no business being here. Yeah. Uh so it's it's still there's still some level of exclusivity for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not just opening the floodgates yeah, and letting yeah. everybody
1: in. Yeah. I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens yeah. with that. I think What's it'd be cool to have a to have more people here. Yeah. It, it's not the youngest. Uh, my <laughs> not the y-
0: first term was was nuts because we had green, red and red and orange, and magenta and cyan. So there were five cohorts in here at once. Wow. Uh that's crazy. Yeah. And it was there was a ton of sets like i started i dp'd on a on one of the greens uh, graduation project mm-hmm. as a like a first term coming in and it was cause wow. same deal i had i had production background experience yeah. uh and he was shooting it on a black magic that he was borrowing from another classmate <laughs> And <laughs> i was like well i've used that camera before so I can, yeah. <laughs> yeah i can put this together but yeah. um, wow. but it was still nuts being you know in that high of a position on a set on somebody else's set yeah never had been something i'd done before yeah i like would always been directing uh so that That's was interesting cool. so what's what's your long-term goal with this what, what do you want to do at the end of the rainbow
1: um at the very end of the rainbow yes. like way down the line when you get to your pot of gold what when is I that pot of gold my pot of gold is probably like show running okay uh, show um either depending on the show like Netflix or network TV yeah. like depending on which show I've like a show in mind that a friend and I are working on that ideally sometime way down the line we'd be mm-hmm. able to put up um
0: that you would co-show run or yeah something okay. like that um
1: I have no idea what that would look like so probably I mean I know writing's a thing that I'm not as good at that I want to get better at but that's something that appeals to me a lot that's well, like that's the main thing that I feel like I if I come out of here I think I would want to like write for TV.
0: Okay, or that's because that, that's what I mean. That's what the showrunner is. They're effectively the head writer that is also controlling the overall vision of yeah, the show. Yeah, exactly. Which is weird from films because films it's always the director that's running things. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's interesting to to want to shoot for that without necessarily having the background for it. it seems like a lot of people always kind of want to extend what they're already good at. So yeah. That's that's a. Uh, I
1: think that's always just appealed to me. Yeah.
0: And it'd be great.
1: Like obviously, I'd start out. Uh, ideally as like a random writer just a yeah. writer and then work my way and then you know earn my respect or earn respect earn your others, stripes earn my stripes and then work then, up through the ranks exactly get
0: to the point where you're uh, where you get to be the head honcho on yeah. stuff yeah yeah
1: so i'm not i'm not sure how that'll look because also like i don't want to stop doing like production because yeah. i like like i love cameras and i love mm-hmm. you know gear and i love like taking her down on some gear. Yeah. I love doing photo and video stuff. Have you, and uh, editing and all that? Have so. you met
0: Logan yet? No. Okay. Logan graduated from, uh, what was he, Purple? Mm-hmm. He's one of the first, I think he was an original orange. I can't remember. He's one of the original handful of cohorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still around the area. Um, and he's, he does production for a living, but he's, uh, um, he's definitely a gearhead. I had him on. I think in the, in the twenties for, for that, for these episodes, mm-hmm. uh, go look up that one. Cause we ended up talking for like almost an hour and just nerding out on gear. Wow, so <laughs> That is a conversation I'm sure you would appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, um, uh, so how are, how are you feeling about the program so far? You're coming up on the end of your first term. Yeah. Uh, done most of the projects this term now starting to turn your eye towards, you know, your next set of classes. Yeah. How are you feeling?
1: Uh, good. Pretty good.
0: Yeah. Um, haven't been overwhelmed yet
1: not overwhelmed yet definitely have gotten to the point where the workload is enough that i'm definitely prioritizing yeah some projects over others um well like i am spending my time working on the projects i care more about okay um, which i think is necessary in any any place that you have a lot of work Mm -hmm. such as this
0: um is it the writing projects or is it the the production projects that you feel like you're dedicating more
1: um depends on the week i guess <laughs> um <laughs> if it like this this latest like the documentary thing or the non-fiction work that we're doing now mm-hmm. i put a lot of time in like at the beginning and now I have to put a lot of time in tonight <laughs> yeah <laughs> but in the meantime Burn the midnight oil yeah and then in Sorry the meantime that. yeah that's how it goes <laughs> um and then in the middle there was like uh, we had like a, a pretty big assignment for writing that I was mm-hmm. like I'm just gonna sit down and hammer this in. So like depending on how I'm feeling, really, yeah. <laughs> it's I don't really have a set thing that I care most about. Just kind of like each project. If I think this is really important, I mean it's all important. But if I'm like this is what I care a lot about right now, I'll sit down and this like where you're gonna put bang the, it out the most effort
0: into. Yeah, it. yeah. and
1: I'm pretty good at like. If there's a project I care about, I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. And then if it's a project I don't care about, it's tough to. Well, that's the plus side of being myself. a freelancer
0: is like you're used to being self-driven yeah. solely and not having to necessarily have somebody crack the whip. Like exactly. I didn't do a whole lot of freelance work. I, I did like 48-hour film festival and stuff like that, and it was mm-hmm. because they, there was always an imposed due date. Yeah. And so that was one of the tougher things for me when I got here of just like, okay, I have to go write a feature. Yep. Never done that before. And don't it's know how like to just you, crack the whip yeah. on myself on that. Yeah
1: especially when you have like technically like a month to do it yeah but like you really should be doing it before that month is up like, yeah <laughs> so that's been that's been interesting awesome but that's cool
0: well in kind of wrapping up here if mm-hmm. people want to try and track you down on social media see the stuff that you're working on uh see have you posted your your uh, uh nonfiction someplace or not or what well, you're still working on still, it. still working on it
1: i'll have it posted tomorrow post hopefully to- if not I want to see working this. Working on it a little bit more. <laughs> um, yeah, there's always there's always stuff to do. Um not convinced
0: on your own project. I'm yet. not convinced of, well,
1: yeah, because I'm you know, I have a few hours to to <laughs> put it all together. So nice. <laughs> um uh, we'll But see. yeah, so
0: if people want to track you down, where can they find you?
1: Yeah. Um p- uh, friend me on Facebook. I'm okay. very friendly. Uh Will Lupica L-U-P-I-C-A. Um Instagram Will Loopy i'm usually i have like weird spurts of like there are a couple of weeks where i post every day and then yeah. i don't think i've posted in like two months since yeah. i got here <laughs> um so that happens at will loopy um or what else those are the my work lives or oh here here we go okay i, Plug your work. I have a website it's okay. called LupicaMedia.com. okay um that's probably where it, that's where all my work lives mostly nice. um, and like I have a Vimeo page where all my videos are so nice yeah well that's, very cool that's where it is yeah. well I appreciate you coming on man of course thanks for having me
0: that was Will Lupica thank you to Will and to the Harold Ramis Film School and the Second City staff for their help the song on this week's episode was Give Me a Sign by Kathy D off her new EP Nostalgic. Addict. Find it now on iTunes and Spotify. This show is recorded and edited by me, Tony Lazaro If you want to hear more from me and my classmates, teachers, and a few special guests, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you have questions or comments, send us an email at filmstudentpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at filmstudentpod. And be sure to check out some of my and my classmates' work at filmstudentpod.com, where you can also find links to all of our past episodes. See you all next week. Class dismissed.
1: The that we.